online as well, anybody listening. And the Shia from last couple of nights is available on Terrorist Stream now as well. Just look under next year's Keep It Up Aim. This we're holding by Rosh Hashanah already. We begin tonight a crucial uh, subtopic. And the sugyas of Keep It Up Aim, Parenting, and Lif will all come together. And we're going to go very carefully here because the scenarios we'll describe are going to sound familiar. I have many makaris to discuss. So I picked one tshuva from the Zilberstein that cuts across most of the questions here and many of the details. So we're going to use this to frame the, the sugya. And he uh, writes up beautifully what should be bothering you if you see the Gemara. The Gemara, which we'll document soon in Hard Cotton, says that you've got to be very careful in your keep it up aim. If you do something to your children and they react in a way that is an Avera, lack of murder, getting back, talking back, arguing, screaming, talking loud, disobeying. So besides the murder issue, it's also not a very good kiyam in this reason, the reason my demon limits of kibud when they don't do it the first time. And lefnever is when you trigger something that is likely to happen. We'll discuss as we go along how likely you're beginning to understand why this is such a weighty shayla and uh, important part of the sugya. We know that it is going to be very hard to do any parenting and to be mechan of children and have them in kind keep it of aim if it's also to ask them to do something lest they not do it quickly enough or argue or have a sour face or have any reaction which is not a good, quick kiyam of kibbutz or a direct violation of Meira on the flip side. And is it possible that the parents are violating with Naiva by bringing it up and asking them to do it? Very frightening question. What? We hope to, right. So it's a very good question. We will we will get to that. What if they're inherently Michael? Uh, this cuts across many sugis and lefnever, which we'll go over, and uh, it's really a serious parenting issue. Even though since in the keep it of aim sugya, keep it of aim is what you're trying to help them learn and do, and what they should be trying to do. The question is, when does it become the law of diminishing returns? Before we start this particular tshuva which is based on a Maisa Shahaya during one of the very famous, rare snows in Yerushalayim. Let's pause. Does that mean it's, uh, it's okay? Uh, it doesn't snow much in Yerushalayim. A couple of times a decade they have a, a doozy or two. <clears throat> and uh, people are very excited. Muncie, we don't get that excited about snow. We see it all the time. And he's going to talk about a child who started building a snowman on Shabbos. 
we'll discuss what the problem in doing that is <laughs> and what the father was trying to do about it. Before we get there, a very basic Shailen Kibbet Avem, which is going to be extremely no gay over here. How high a percentage does it have to be in general Kibbet Avem that would trigger, in general with an Iver for us, would trigger an Isser if I'm about to do Misa A and the person might do an Avera based on that. In our case, parents <coughs> asking for something and the kid not listening or saying something they shouldn't be saying. In general, if naiver, how high a percentage does that have to be? Is it a percentage? Is it only when it's a Vatai? A car of a Vatai? A very important question for the Sugi Lif Naiver. person not from, then it's Vatai or car of Vatai. Person is from is a chassid kashrut. You shouldn't have a lifnever problem. But if you know somebody's struggling with something, and they're struggling, sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. So what is the number? Their truth is an achreinim, one of the Talmud of some sefer, who wants to suggest that it's a machlik shainim. The Ari Shemes say it has to be a vadai. I assume he means karv levadai. That the person's going to be over, otherwise no lifnever. And he suggests that that's midaresim and midrabbanon. Anything 51% or above, which is going to make a huge difference in the sugi we're discussing over here. Vadai, curve of Vadai, 100%, 98%. We would hope to ask the kid to do something. It's not a 98% chance, not going to listen and they're going to say something. 51%? That's already more of an issue, depending what you're asking, who you're asking. I was surprised by that. I would assume we. Hold. He sort of admits that Midaraisa, it's, it's got to be Vadai or Karl the Vadai. He says that maybe it's Machis Rishainim, but the way I read the Rishainim there, I, I, I have a way maybe to fit it in. All the Rishainim say it has to be Vadai or Karl the Vadai. Uh, high 90s. 51% is a rove, but that's a pretty weak rove. You overlift Naiva already? There's a 51% chance they can do an Avera. It's going to make a big difference over here. I'm going to put that out, but again, he, he admits me that right, it's only either 100% of the high 90s, let's call it, but uh, he suggests maybe it's innocent to draw a bond, even 51%. There are rias from the Gemaras we're going to discuss in the Livneva front and the Kibbit of Aim front that it might be as low as 51%. And you'll see uh, one of the main Gemaras we have in Mud Cotton will sound like that. It just, that really puts us in a very big pickle. 51%. That's like almost half. So, keep that in mind in the background. Let's begin, and we'll see this specific question. I penned in, there's just a couple lines for the page before. Minig hayaladim. Seems to be children have a custom. Lasa's bubas shelig. I guess that's the modern Hebrew version for snowmen. I don't know why it became bubas. Bubas is a doll, snow dolls, but okay, whatever. It's no new shalayim that making snow dolls or snowmen. Ach, but Shabbos also says you cannot make a snowman on Shabbos for a number of reasons. Reason number one, if you press things together until they look like one, one piece, as you're doing when you pack snow together to make a snowman. It's already not a binyan kavua, it's going to melt soon, but it's done with a binyan. If you look at the footnote in Chav Zayin, he brings a second iser. You can't squeeze shelig 
Kadeshi Azov Amemov. That even if you're not trying to squeeze the, the water out, which in the olden days they did all the time, in cold climates, they didn't have fresher water, was always a problem, historically. Hence our coins in the wells and all the wishes they made for our shear from a few months ago. So often the easiest way to do it, if you had a good snow, and half of Russia and Poland was covered with snow like eight months a year, so you just took the snow and you squeezed it. It's an easy way to, to get water. So first child you have is this snow muksa. So most people can say rain is not muksa, that's a shayla on the Gemara. The Gemara says there's no clouds before, even if you had the cloud burst on shop, it's not muksa, it was around. Snow, is the same thing, in the clouds, different atmosphere and conditions, temperatures, came down to snow. While Moshe says that snow should be muksa as manazeb, is we never use snow in a matter of our day for drinking water and things like that. So he holds it should be muksa, others say it remains non muksa. The muksa could be an issue, but he has a bigger issue, and that is you can't squeeze snow. Who's squeezing snow over here? The answer is if you make a snowball or a snowman and you pack it in, you will be squeezing it. Picture, there are big gloves, and you're packing it in. Many people want to pack in their snowballs so it has greater impact for, I guess, the Macy's and idea who they're trying to hit. Who else would you throw a snowball at? Uh, and uh, as you pack it, you're also going to be uh, squeezing it. Yeah, but you, it's a psych ratio that uh, there might be... So it's cold if it's freezing, it shouldn't be a psych ratio. Okay. Maybe it depends on the temperature. How cold does it have to be? I mean, how warm does it have to be that something will be squeezed out? I'm not sure we... If it hasn't squeezed out, I'm not sure you'd have to see it dripping. If it's below freezing, and you're not using your bare hands, but rather gloves, then right. not, no water is going to ever... think so? Show. I don't know. You grew up with this... You grew up with this... Okay, could be all depends on that. So it's, a, it's a possible, depending on the temperature. Um, remind me next week, I'd like to test that, because I wonder if something's getting squeezed, you just don't, it's not dripping. I wonder if anything's getting squeezed as you're putting it together. No, see, that's why I said with gloves. I'm not so sure. No. <laughs> That's the difference between you and him. You grew up in Muncie. At least it's above zero. Uh, okay, remind uh, yourself to test that here in Muncie and see uh, what the story is. Don't forget, this is Yushalayim. Yushalayim, it was, yeah, even I when it snowed, it was 30 degrees. It wet snow. Yeah. Wet yeah, snow. okay. So maybe That's what he's referring to. Okay, maybe. But why would you have those walkers? That's different. The same thing, walking even with the cleats and things like that on Earth, and that's so many dovish and maskavin shalokadake shenuyim. That's not a. That's not an issue. But anyway, so he brings up in the footnote again. I get creating water. You shouldn't. Press it together. Um, again, if it's uh, 10 below zero, we'll reserve uh, the, uh, for the experiment. Lamaisa. It's also either it's one iser, Damilabinian, Marasek, Muksa. We have a number of Yisurim going on over here, and the kid shouldn't be making a snowman. Obviously, we're talking about a kid who is a Gilachinach or possibly of a bar mitzvah. I wasn't here. Maisa Shoya Kachaya. Go back up top, the second paragraph. All the kids in Yushalayim were very excited. And he went down from his dira to the front yard to make a snowman. So the father picks the scene, you know, yells out the window, please get back up here, you can't do that. 
And the kid had the chutzpah to turn around and look up and say, He says, I don't think there's any halachic issues over here. He decided. The 14-year-old, the 12-year-old's a Pesach. Which is uh, a violation already of an extreme chutzpah. And okay, it's not like a kibbutz, because the father didn't ask him to do something at the time. He just told him to get off of the pile and stop making a snowman. So um, now what? So father, apparently he was a Tamachacham, had the following shayla in his head. No, see, he, he yelled out the window once, Can you please stop doing what you're doing? The kid answered back on chutzpah that I don't think it's all, sir. Should the father tell him again, I pass the shahs around here, and it's all sir. I mean, how many years sir? Two or three, but it's all sir. And the reason he hesitated, if the kid doesn't listen the second time. I can't think of a more prevalent shayla. This is scary. That this should be a shayla. It's not only is a shayla there, Raya is that this is a problem. Don't worry. <coughs> over the next few nights, it takes a few nights to understand the issue over here. Um, but the parameters we have to get straight because you're all thinking this can't be usher. You got to be mechanech your kid. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna explain that. But it's a shayla. <coughs> uh, apparently, the the father sized up that the kid hadn't seen snow, waited for twelve years, and this is an Israel, like he wasn't passing very quickly. And if it's fifty one percent. Really scary. 99%. To be able to live in Eva, was it 99% sure the kid would listen? I doubt it. 51%. Carve the body. What? What if it's time to get to the father? Very no get to the father. Well, it's not still just to get to the father. Yeah. The fact that the kid's doing the issue, it's not like. It's no, yeah, the father wants to know. No, of course not. No, the father wants to know. Should he tell him again? And then after he tells him again, he says, no, with chutzpah, the child's going to be should tell him a third time. I don't know if you ever had the scenario. Did you ever ask your kid to clean up his room? You might know somebody who has a second cousin shrugger who this happened to. It's clean already. It's clean already. That's already a good answer. Uh, it's chutzpah also, but uh, you know, uh, the like that's a pretty common scenario, and um, sometimes the answers will be uh, yes. Ma, I was waiting for you to ask me. I'm sure that's the most common answer. It would be my pleasure. I was just about to do that. Uh, that's choice number one. Choice number two is it's sparkling clean. I'm going down various gradations. Uh, choice number three was I did it last week. Choice number four is my brother is not disabled. Baruch Hashem. Choice number five is my sister's not learning anyway. She's on the couch reading a book. Choice number six, I, you know, you fill in the blanks. This is not this negate to any of my kids. My kids already graduated um, my youngest is 14, and, and they always clean up their room right away. So I'm just giving you scenarios that I've been asked about, and some of which I've seen in younger years. So um, he's asking about the second time he's looking out the window watching the snowman being built. We're asking, well, if the number is 51%, that's why I raised that child at first, or if the number is 90%, 95%, whatever the scenario is, this is Lifna either? Yes? I don't, know if, I don't know what the case was. I don't know if he's with five of his friends, but if he was, he probably told all of them to go home and ask your father whether this is a mutter. Or maybe go downstairs and say, you know, quietly, you know, listen. Mm, 
Yeah, I don't think that was a scenario. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were Yates, I'm glad you put it that way, because I, I, it reminds me to make the following announcement. Uh, over the next week when we're on this topic, uh, because we're going to get into this on many other topics and keep it up aim. So I'm not uh, shooting the messenger. I'm, I'm glad you reminded me to say the disclaimers, which never helped me. Um, we all know, especially in our generations, you have to say it with Ava, and you've got to build them up and uh, give them self-esteem, and all those. And it's all true, and it's all Gavaldic. Uh, you also got a parent. And after you say it to Ava, and very softly, he used the word Tzak, but Tzak, I assume, I, I performed that, if you were in the words, I assume the kid was a picture of a deer and it's just really, it falls on the fourth floor, looks out the window, sees his kid, there, and he doesn't have time to go down. He's building a snowman. He holds out. Stop doing that. You can't do that. The, the Shabbos. So we're assuming the Shabbos is going to be, you said it the nicest possible way. I'm sure we all ask our children, honey deer, sweetie pie, the room might be a little bit out of sorts. Maybe perhaps you want to think about cleaning it up over the next year or so, or wherever else you want to say that. You know, I, I, so I'm not, uh, not being a little tongue-in-cheek, but we're assuming that uh, the people listening over here are children and parents, and the parents learned all the parenting advice, and um, you should say things with Ava and calmly and try not to get upset. That doesn't mean, and that's part of the problem of bending the tree too much in the other direction, which we've spoken about many times, that doesn't mean you can't ask your kids to do things, and you shouldn't ask the kids, and they can't be mechad them, and they should grow up thinking that somebody died and left the maid service. And that is pushing. And if we do, you're going to have spoiled, rotten kids who are misfits and can't function as adults. And that has nothing to do with fruitkite even. That's just common sense. I think we started off from this, uh, this year with the psychologist last June, right, who said just that. You pamper them too much. So again, yes, in our generation, we need more Ava and more... It's all true. And it was true even then. Then I once mentioned the Chaznish says that uh, you got to build up the self, self-esteem and compliments with uh, heaping spoons and then skid loads. It's all true. At the end of the day, you, you got to ask them to do things. Um, kids are kids and teenagers are teenagers. How high a risk does it have to be that they're either going to say no or do it with a sour face or something like that? Then what's with the lift neighbor? That's really the question over here. So I'm glad there, of you... Uh, there is a concept of embarrassing you should never, if he's standing in front of ten of his friends, you should say, uh, Yankel, come here, I'm going to tell you something. And then you run the risk. He says, I'd love to, Tom, busy, I'm building a snowman. <laughs> now what? <laughs> so you say, can you come here? It's very important. No, I'm, I'm, I'm later. So now you, you ask twice now, and the kid said it with a little annoyed voice. Now, shy on the table now, should you ask a third time? There is a greater than fifty percent chance, maybe they're gonna percent chance that you're gonna be machshul him. Is there like hell in that? Is there like shnei You mean it's all all the parents in the room look very perturbed of just being raising the shayla? What? That, that would be a very short sugya. That would answer. That can't be the answer. I assure you. Maybe that's the answer. Sometimes that don't ask the second time. Don't be mechanic the kid. And I guarantee you, I'm not giving anybody a club, they'll grow up as total misfits and spoiled brats. That can't be the answer. Shaz, what is the answer? Uh, besides, it depends on the scenario. And of course it'll depend. But first you got to, the shear, we got to lay out the parameters so you can know when a child is staring you in the face. So that's what we're going to get into when I said we have to go carefully. So that was, so we got to give credit to the father. The father already, after, after the first time, realizes he might have a shayla over here. Of course, 
doesn't have too much time to go ask a shayla, but it's like asks a shayla, and the rov takes 20 minutes to explain it to him, the kid's going to finish the snowman. That's not too good for anybody either. So um, we're not going to focus on that case because we have to get the kolom down. Shayla zoom at suya moed bebotim, next paragraph. Ka'asher abo imo imrim liyela lusadris abayas. How do you like that example? Tell him to clean up the house, clean up the room. Alared is liknas makolo to go shopping. Alared is apach, take out the garbage. That's an old time favorite. Sometimes they just say no. Sometimes they'll give the time-honored answer, Why me? I have 17 siblings. Answer is, because all 17 say that. Okay. But, uh, but these answers are, and that doesn't make the kid a bad kid. Uh, but these things, depending on the mood, depending on the circumstances, these things could, could happen. And sometimes they actually do it. Ach and panem chamutzus. Chamutzus here doesn't mean pickles; it means sour. <laughs> so if you do it with a sour face, you're either not getting much of the mitzvah of kibud, or you're violating Meirah while you're getting kibud. But it's not; it's not great. You're supposed to do mitzvahs to save upon the office. If they know that this son or this or the daughter have a particular issue with these things. So, you know, we, everybody always likes touting and that's true. Uh, they forget uh, all the other psukim that talk about uh, the chiv to change midas and work on midas and build up the weaknesses also. And there's got to be a healthy balance with that. You can't go through life uh, ignoring, especially when they're young, if they have things to work on. You've got to work on it. You can't just say, well, they're not good at this. Last time I got a sour face, so I'm not asking again. It's the easy way out, by the way. There are parents that do that. It's the easy way out. And what do I got? What do I need this for? So I, I got to run out of the house. It's going to take me 20 minutes instead of one. I'll ask the kid who always cooperates. That's, that's a Yetzirah, not a Yetzirah, by the way. Because it's not fair the kid who always falls on them. And you're not helping the psychological uh, well-being of the child that uh, hasn't learned yet uh, how to be part of a family unit and how to take a chayas. That's a that's a problem. Yeah. If it's a direct button, you could apply the mutaf shishegin in this episode. Mm, mutaf shishegin is good when you have uh, an adult who is never going to listen. Mutaf shishegin, as you've heard here, is way overused. Way overused. It's overused because people aren't comfortable with the chiv the rights of and they start misquoting the chaznish that we can't give to chacha and give to chacha. Nobody gives chacha like there's no pasuk in Chaznish said that the guy might still be a shaygig afterwards, but maybe we didn't give to chacha correctly, and he might still be a tinish nishba. It doesn't mean we can't try to help people. We don't have a chiv to try to help people, so I can't uh, you know, over- overestimate the importance of that of that point. And with children, you have a special achrayis because when they're young, if they don't learn how to listen to authority. Again, it's not even a... It's a firm issue also. It's an issue... They'll never hold down a job. They'll never get along with anybody. They'll never get along at school. They'll tell off their professors that... I'm saying, if they, if they, 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 they go and have a professor that's taking something, I'm not touting pushing college or for or against. That's not the form for it. I'm just saying that they'll never be able to do any... Learn anything and do anything and to tell the boss, it's not part of my job description. And the boss reminds them, when I hired you, I said, your job, job description is whatever I say. And if you were hired, that's your job description. Might be smart, even if he didn't spell that out, to just cooperate. So you're not helping the kid. There's not do a front cut even. It's common sense. You're not helping the kid if uh, if he can't grow up to understand this. And no one's going to be perfect, and part of his age appropriate. But that's that's the issue. Mutu Shishogin only 
only works when mutzim shishogin. It's not going to work anyway. It's not going to work now. It's not going to work later. It's not going to work next time. So mutzim shishogin, just give up. Over here, it's going to work. You just have to figure out how to do it. The balance over here, and this is this is a part parenting, part keeping up, and part lifneiver, is that there is some room for Dafka not asking the kid who particularly had a bad day or is so weak in this that they're not ready for it yet, then you're going to set up a Livneva scenario. That's where this, this, this Livneva is, is going to be applicable, which, uh, which I'll get to. So you've got to first know the dinam and the column and then figure out how to apply it, which we're, we just started doing. Chuva. Okay, let's start with the answer. And he starts off with the, actually we're out of time, so he start off with the Gemara in Mud Cotton that talks about a Livneva scenario, which... I think was only at about 51% of riot to the Zachreinim. Mitzvah Shem will pick that up on Monday.